Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. And we are live. Good morning, everyone. It's V the Gorilla Economist coming to you live on a storm stricken uh, south, northeastern, southwestern New York, where uh, we had some sort of tornado or something go through the other day. But uh, anyway, we're live with my main man, El Cuco. I am uh, completely mobile, so if I sound crappy, don't blame me because I don't have my audio set up uh, like I usually run. Uh, with that being said, you can find us on roguemoney.net. Uh, check us out on Twitter at the Rogue Money, Rogue Money Facebook, DTube, Steam It, uh, every single podcasting app known to humanity, including Apple News, iTunes. Um, and with that being said, also check out our sponsors, thecryptoschool.io, thecryptoschool.io. If you missed the show yesterday, you guys you can check them out. Uh, the guys were going through a litany of uh, of things, and also they might be even on today. So we'll see how things go as well. So because yesterday's show I had to cut it short because uh, literally had a tornado touchdown uh, while we were live on the air. So it was pretty uh, pretty exciting stuff. <laughs> that being said, CJ, what's going on, bro? Hey, good morning, V. D- doing great. Um, and and I want to add to that as well that if. You have not listened to yesterday V breaking down the embassy move, Israel, yeah. the Middle East. I, I read every comment last night and uh, overwhelmingly V, even those that uh, very pro-Israel, I think that you delivered that. Many are, are remarking that possibly the very best uh, that you've delivered. So uh, so kudos to you. So for our fans. Thank you, sir. Yeah, absolutely. So France, if you have not listened to it yet, go listen to it, share it. Uh, share it with family, friends to help understand. But it was a phenomenal job, V. So kudos to you, man. Definitely. Thank you. And folks, again, share that. You know, share that because that's uh, that's how you break the paradigm. That's how you uh, get around uh, a lot of the programming uh, that uh, that's out there because people don't know. People do not know the real backdrop of the struggle. And uh, to always choose um, the direction that's best for people. Uh, again, there's you know there's corrupt individuals on both sides of the aisle. You know if you eliminate all the rotten apples on the Palestinian side, you eliminate all the rotten apples on the Israeli side. You actually will have people that are willing to sit down and negotiate for a greater economic good. It's these special interests that want to keep the war going, that want to keep the debt going, that want to keep conflict and chaos constantly uh, at the forefront. It's those individuals that are really behind this whole entire thing. Okay, so bear that in mind. Bear that in mind. And don't let anybody dehumanize uh, another group of people, um, you know, in front of you. Don't don't let anybody do that. You know, it's it's uh, very important. Uh, we've been through this many times in history where one group dehumanizes another group and becomes so much easier to deny that group of freedom or even the right to live. So always bear that in mind. That being said, dude, we've got a lot of things going on. Rand Paul making some important points here uh, with a Gina Haspel, another war goddess in the wings. Uh, what's your take, bro? Right. You know, and, and it's very important. As much as we want this administration to succeed, 
you know, we also have to be very cognizant of who he's surrounded with. And if you think yeah. of the people that's placed and we want North Korea, South Korea, peace resolution, and we want Mom, Mike Pompeo to be successful, you know, it's very important to remember where these people came from. You know, they came from the elements of the CIA and that were very heavily involved with some of the things that have occurred the last eight years. So, again, I am not naive. I'm not going to play, okay, you're on Trump's team now, so you flip from everything that the CIA has done the last eight years in, in Syria and everything else. Now you're on the good team, so you're completely flipped. We get it. No, I'm not going to do that. And I think also that Rand Paul is asking some very pointed questions to Gina Haspel in regards to her involvement you know, she was in the CIA during that time period of Obama, just like Pompeo. So I think we have to ask those specific questions. What did she specifically know, V, during that time period that she was in the CIA? Did she directly know of any involvement of illegal spying on Donald Trump, even leading up to his election? I think these are very these are very important questions to ask as we move to confirm uh, Gina. And Pompeo's obviously already been confirmed, but you know, again, just very pointed questions and things that we need answers to. I mean, here's the deal, man. You got Brennan, who was the former head, who was, you know, communicating with GCHQ, British intelligence. These were the guys that were involved in the dirty dossier. These are the guys that are involved in the hit piece against President Trump. And for Haspel not to know, I find that very hard to believe. When you're that far up the rung, you see, you don't get high up that rung because you're proficient. You honestly think there's some real talented field agents, guys with serious military background, guys who've, who've taken lives, guys who have a body count behind them, guys who are able to knock doors, or when the darkness knocks, they knock, they knock back. You, you think those guys, those guys who are really patriots, who are out there putting their necks on the line, how come those guys are never, ever, ever brought in as some sort of a, uh, a head? How come nobody rises from the level of a field agent, uh, intelligence operative, work themselves up to a, a, a director, a, a, a you know director of the Central Intelligence Agency position? How come that never happens? I'll tell you why it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen because men like that are patriots. They're going to do what's best for the United States. So what you got to do with men like that, you got to control piecemeal and compartmentalize them and control piecemeal whatever data or information they see so they can execute whatever it is that your agenda is. Haspel, Brennan, all these guys, these guys climbed up through the civilian ranks. These guys, these guys were paper pushers, academians, and theorists, and that's the problem here. And so when you have a stack like that, you don't get to the top level because you've exceeded your, you know, you were in a remarkable field agent. You earned your stripes. No, you, you brown nosed your way up top. You're about as dirty as everybody else. Okay. So Gina Haspel at this point is the dirtiest shirt in the play. She's the cleanest shirt or the least dirty shirt in the entire playground, but doesn't mean that she's not dirty. Okay. doesn't mean that she's not dirty. The fact of the matter is for her, to be that close to Brennan and not know what's going on, man, please. Yeah. I don't buy that. I don't buy it at all, Siege. Yeah, so right now, V, and this is being reported by Politico, Paul is the only Republican senator who opposes Haspel right now. She has enough Democrats who have come out in support of her this week, which should raise alarm bells. 
<laughs> to seal her confirmation before the end of the month in the letter Haspel, uh, I'm sorry, in the letter to Haspel obtained by Politico, Paul asked if the CIA or other government agencies monitored or collected communications of candidate Trump in his visits to the UK, Europe, and if Haspel or other CIA employees cooperated with any foreign intelligence services to keep tabs on Trump over the last five years. Of course. Absolutely. You know, and, and, and that's the thing. You know, the fact that overwhelming Republican support, overwhelming Democrat support, see, you, you hit the nail on the head. Those are alarm bells. Those are those are alarm bells saying, okay, you know what? There's a problem here. There's some issues here. So that's that that's some serious stuff, man. And that needs to be looked into without a doubt. Yeah, and anyway, speak. Yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. No, I was just gonna say, shifting gears a little bit. It looks like uh, North Korea has uh, apparently threatened to cancel the nuclear summit. They recently, in the last uh, few hours, had canceled a scheduled. Uh, meeting uh, with the South as well, the South president. And this is due to apparently, quote unquote, scheduled military drills uh, in the South Peninsula with the United States military. So uh, I think the question that's being asked right now with UN is that, um, you know, hey, what's what's going on here? Why are you doing this? And again, uh, we want peace to prevail, but we know that there's going to be operatives who are going to do everything they can to attempt any type of peaceful resolution on the Peninsula V. You know, here's the deal. I mean, it, it, you know, it makes perfect sense to me, CJ. I mean, you know, once you're negotiating peace, to to have a military drill right on the border of the of the country that you're negotiating peace with, that's that, you know, well, what could possibly be provocative of that, right? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, nothing. I mean, we're just you know about to talk about denuclearizing a country and and peace prevails. So let's let's go ahead and have some military drills. <laughs> You, 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 we have broken every single treaty that we've signed. There's not a treaty anywhere that we have held um, anywhere. I think the only only treaty that we hold is NATO because those are the vassals. Those are people that that are going to go along to get along. They're not going to say nothing. They're not going to uh, you know raise any sort of ire whatsoever. So uh, this is again. This is the type of nonsense that 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 prevails. It's it's people say, well, it was scheduled. It was scheduled. Uh, you know, last year it was scheduled. Okay, it was scheduled last year. Cancel it. Like, are we that incapable? Are we that incapable of of of, of not canceling this? It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen, man. Just to at least the, to recognize, you know, it'd be different if it'd be different if it was six months ago, V, and he was still raising up the rhetoric. But everything yeah. has transpired, you know, since then, you think that somebody would look at this and say, hey, you know, maybe we should consult with some people before we, we do this. Maybe we need to understand the importance and the magnitude of the timing of this uh, to pause, to uh, think about this. Or, or if was there any direct communication as to the North is say, hey, this is why we're doing this. This is, you know, again, just the the important right now. And, you know, V, we've talked about this before, but we're, we're looking for something uh, to hang our hat on uh, with with the administration, some you know, and again, this is something that is very monumental. We know that the recognition that this administration uh, will get that they have already have been receiving so far. Uh, so yeah. we know that there'll be deep state players that'll do everything they can attempt to to block this from happening. Exactly. No, absolutely correct, man. They will. They will do their best to ensure 
they get some sort of blockage that they'll throw some sort of monkey wrench into this entire thing, man. It's it's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. <clears throat> what do we got next, man? It, it seems like um, what do you want to tackle next? Let's, but, let's uh, talk a little bit about the crypto adoption adoption rate, and and I think this is important for everyone to understand because you know we keep talking about the evolving the the evolving systems that are occurring, the new monetary systems that are coming online. And here recently, I've talked with some people, both like in the investment world that were you know, the, the typical, you know, uh, doing an IPO, all those things and, and talking about raising funds and trying to understand uh, the cryptos. And the reason this whole conversation started was there was an actual investor who was trying to invest in a, uh, in a nonprofit organization. And this yeah. nonprofit organization uh, was set up to potentially receive, I believe it was, you know, close to a pretty significant amount of money in, in cryptocurrency and Bitcoin. And they couldn't function that way. They're like, we, 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 we can't do it. And, uh, you know, it's up for the leaderships to understand. And so this is a perfect example of how it's continuing to change. And now we're getting news V that out of Seminole County in Florida, tax collector Joel Greensburg announced May 14th that the county will begin accepting cryptocurrency for payment for various services uh, this summer in order to eliminate heavy fees and improve accuracy and efficiency. Uh, according to the press release, the county will begin accepting uh, Bitcoin and Bitcoin Cash to pay for services, which would probably be utilities, things like that, including uh, property taxes, driver's license, ID card fees, as well as tags and titles. So, again, I think the bigger message of this is that, look, you know, these systems are coming online. It, 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 it's happening. So, you know, get more knowledge, get more understanding and embrace the change uh, that's happening. And, and this is a good thing that this is happening, V. Absolutely correct, my man. Absolutely correct. You know, the whole thing is this. It's like, you know, this is not some far-flung, uh, obtuse and abstract idea. Uh, this is uh, this has been long in the waiting, and the more people decentralize, the more different cryptos and platforms that they adopt and utilize, the better off we all are, the less dependent. The faster, the, you know, more and more, as long as more and more counties, municipalities are embracing this, uh, those who are creative, those who are in the forefront, those who are the innovators who understand what this is all about, and they sense the importance of having the liberty to choose what currency you want to pay with is very, very important. So the faster we adopt this, the faster we embrace this, the better off we will all be in the long run, man. And I, I love it. I love it. That's great news. I mean, that, that Seminole County follows a, a, a whole list of counties, CJ that are now starting to uh, accept cryptos for various different types of payments. So that's a good thing. Right. Yeah. And I've heard of two other, two or three other organizations nationally that do specifically with helping uh, municipalities uh, because it's a lot of work for them. It, it's tons of work for them uh, to collect like, you know, water, utilities, trash, annotation, all those things. And where a lot of people are getting very concerned about is a visa, MasterCard, very limited anymore American Express, but those two be because of the fees that they continue to charge. And and you're talking like on average, you know, what is it now? 3% or 35 cents per transaction. So that may not seem a whole lot, but you multiply that for a municipality that's averaging, you know, a million transactions, something ridiculous. Uh, we've seen companies fight back against those, uh, those big two, uh, you know, the credit card processings. So that's why a lot of people are looking for solutions uh, that are disruptive to the current mechanism, the current th systems that we have. 
Yep. Absolutely correct, man. Uh, you know, the second story that we have lined up here is a perfect example of why we need cryptos. <laughs> Accountability, man. Accountability, honesty, and it's a trust machine. Um, millions in tax dollars stolen via welfare and sent to terrorist groups. See, why don't you break that down for us, man? This wow, is, this, this is interesting. This is this is crazy. Um, when I first heard this, I had to do a double take. I heard it a couple of days ago, and then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to wait. I'm going to get some validation that this isn't some you know, right-wing group coming out with this, but it's true. So this mm -hmm. is coming out of, of, of Minneapolis in Minnesota uh, where it's being reported. And again, it goes, this sounds like something from a movie. A man is caught at an airport with 1 million in cash in a carry-on suitcase. Yet that is not some what called the worst scandal in Minnesota history. The scene plays out weekly at uh, Minneapolis St. Paul International Airport with more than $100 million leaving country and ending up in the Middle East and North Africa just last year. Now, where's the hmm. kicker in this? Some of this is your tax money, and some of it went into the hands of terrorist groups. While they probably weren't told to be aware of the Ides of March on March 15th tip, about $1 million man did lead media outlets, Fox 9, to uncover the stories. Uh, the currency, uh, is it Hawalas? Hawalas, Islamic model yeah. business sometimes used for immigrants to carry money money to countries to have no official banking system and little law and order. The former Seattle police detective Glenn Kern's discovery that some of this money was being funneled to Hawala in the region of Somalia that is controlled by uh, Al-Shabaab, Al the terrorist group, the news organization informed. Now, well, here's where it gets a little bit deeper. When they started to research this about uh, not, the Fox 9 investigators were began reporting that day, daycare fraud was on the rise in Minnesota, exposing how some businesses were gaming the system to steal millions in government subsidies meant to help low-income families with their child care expenses. Quote-unquote, is a great way to scam the system. Uh, in order for the scheme to work, the daycare centers need to sign up low-income families to qualify for child care assistance. Surveillance video from a case prosecuted uh, by the Hennepin County show Parents checking their kids into a center only to leave with them a few minutes later. Sometimes no children would show up at all. Either way, the center would bill the state for a full day of child care. Yet there were videos surveillance showing kickbacks in the payments made to parents. So this has went on. There's, a, there's apparently 10 centers currently being investigated and dozens more under suspicion. And it's also a, a so common, in fact, that a Somali descent politician was involved as well in this corruption v you know here's the problem man okay here's a, here, here's what happens this is why immigration needs to be curbed okay we you know <sighs> there's only one type of immigration that's assimilation okay assimilation anything else is invasion okay there's only one type of immigration. It's called assimilation. Anything else is invasion. You have in Minneapolis, Minnesota, a huge major problem. The libtards in Minneapolis, Minnesota, thought it was a wonderful idea to bring a whole bunch of Somali migrants in during the 90s. Okay? And the Somalis migrated because the, the, the word got back to Somalia because... You know, there's a place in, in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Now, Minneapolis, Minnesota is the farthest, farthest removed you can be from Somalia. Somalia, hot, 
arid desert to snowy, freezing Arctic tundra, Minneapolis, Minnesota. So you might ask yourself, why are these these Saharan Africans, why, why are they there? Why are they there? Is it because they love the cold weather and the frigid temperatures? No. It's because it's so easy to game the system. There are swaths of Somali communities in Minneapolis, Minnesota, where they literally have, CJ, they literally have their own subsect of laws and government. There are areas in Minneapolis, Minnesota, where the cops don't even police. Or if they do go police, they find out that there's a, a whole separate string of laws called Sharia law that's in, in effect operating with their own Sharia courts and their own Sharia services within American communities. That's a no-no. That's a big no-no. And what do these people realize is they easily exploit the welfare system in the United States. Easily exploit it without right. any without any problems whatsoever. Okay? Right. And um, go ahead, keep going, keep going. So, without any problem, you know, they exploit it severely. Case in point: the child care services. If, they, if, 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 if there's a child care, literally, these people will create phony businesses out of nowhere. They'll buy a storefront or they go to one of their Somali guys who have a storefront and they, quote unquote, sublet a lease. It's, it's really not a lease. They'll just put, you know, subdivide a, a storefront and put a little corner there, put child care, whatever. And they'll start dinging up the, you know, the, you know, put up a little daycare type facility. Maybe they'll take care of one or two kids. But they'll build a local and federal governments for 80 kids, for 90 kids, for 100 kids, even on days where they're not, where they're not, where they're not even open. And tens of millions of dollars go that way. It's the daycare fraud. It's massive. Absolutely massive. And with that money, what do these cities do? They ship it out of the country. They repatriate it. Okay, I know people, literally, okay, who in New York, one of the other scams is this, and uh, my better half told me about this one is they would, you know, get on food stamps. If you go to a local bodega or, you know, a corner store here in New York, uh, they will take your EBT food stamp card and give you cash for it, okay, as long as you pay them a little fee. Now, you cash out the card or, or better yet, what you do is you go ahead and using your card, you start buying food here, prepackaged, processed, and packaged food, okay? You start buying all this various types of foods and whatnot, and then what they would do is they take all the food that they purchase, the chips, the, the ramen noodles, the, 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 the peanut butters, the, you name it, and they put it into a giant 55-gallon plastic drum. And once they put it into the plastic drum, they would then go ahead and dump it into a, a, another larger container, and they ship it out to whatever country they came from, and it's sold for profit. Sold for profit. It is... A massive, massive fraud scheme. And this is why there's no accountability. It's very easy to fraud the system. And the and it's all done on the American middle-class taxpayer. It's, it's a shame, CJ. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I've, I've witnessed the first thing firsthand. The big thing that we had with uh, foreigners, and there was really nothing that we could do at the time, V, was we'd always see them come in. And what they would do is they would actually um, get cashier's checks for uh, their large balance in their savings accounts. And I'm not talking about chump change. I'm talking about, you know, several thousands upon thousands of dollars. They would purposely 
uh, get in the cashier's check, put it in a safety deposit box, get it off their financial records for six months, two years, whatever the qualification is for food stamps, come in and get their bank records at that time. So that way they could show that they had no money and qualify. So this it, it's massive. And, and hopefully blockchain and cryptos could help solve all this. And this is just one state, for example. Imagine what this looks like nationally in terms of the corruption and our dollars, our tax dollars at the middle class that we pay for this. And this kind of crap happens to me. You know, that, that's what I'm saying, man. That's exactly what I'm saying. And that's what I'm telling you right now. The biggest resistors to cryptocurrency will be Democrats. Watch. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. And with that being said, Siege, we're at the end of the show. What do we got lined up today? Well, our fans are going to be very excited. And uh, one of the reasons we went a little bit late today is getting everything all set up. Uh, but we're very pleased to share that at 11 o'clock a.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time today, the Saker will be joining with me. So, and, it's, and it's a great time to have him on. So, uh, so I'm, I'm pumped up for that, V. Absolutely. Yeah, me too, man. I'm looking forward to that. And with that being said, folks, we are over and out. Take it away, CJ.